Hello, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to Lessons and Legacies. I am your host, Melissa Price, and we are ringing in episode 35 today. Yay! My first season is going to be 50 episodes long, and uh, then we're going to kick off some brand new stuff for season two, and I've got some new projects in the works, and yeah. So episode 35 today, and I am very honored very blessed, uh, very grateful to have my special guest with me today, um, all the way from Nigeria, a new friend in, in my world that I'm very, very glad and grateful that God put our paths together. Um, this is my friend Gideon Desmond, all the way from Nigeria. I'm going to let him introduce himself and tell you guys who he is and what he's all about. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. So, yes, tell everybody who are you and what do you do? Yeah, by God's special grace, I God bless you, my beloved sister. I am Apostle Gideon Desmond from Nigeria, the senior pastor and president of Spirit Feed Ministries International. Mm. And how how old are you? If I have, I would love to know. How old are you? Yeah, I'm a young, uh, I'm a very young, vibrant man of God by His grace. I, I am 29. No, I can see, I can see it. Start, yeah. How old are you? 20, 28? Yeah, no, no, I'm close to 30, 30. 30, almost 30? All right, very good. Yeah. So what, uh, you, so you have a ministry called Spirit-Filled Ministries International, Right. And um, if people want to check you out, they can find it on YouTube right there. It's posted on the screen below, Spirit-Filled Ministries International. And tell us a little bit about that ministry. What do you do? Yeah, actually, like I said, I'm a, I'm a senior pastor of Spirit-Filled Ministries International. I'm into full-time ministries by God's special grace of God and uh, uh, actually getting muscles, winning muscles, bringing more in muscles to, into the kingdom of God is mm -hmm. what I'm called to do, is what I'm born to do. And how old that's, were you? How old were you when you decided that's what your purpose was? Yeah, actually, when I was growing, and uh, according to my biological mother, she would always called me and say to me, that was when I was not saved, when I've not yet encountered Christ. She will mm -hmm. call to she will call my attention and say, "Hey, little boy, when you're a child, you are preaching, you are doing this, you are doing that. Why did you drop your Bible? Why did you stop preaching now?" I I will say to her, "No, I'm not serious with the word of God. I don't want to preach anymore." She will <laughs> say, "No, you must preach." I said, "No, I'm not preaching anymore." So at the, at the, I started preaching at my tender age, at the age of five years. What five? Five years yeah. old? Wow. Yeah, wow. So did you, when you started at five years old, were you preaching like for your family or were you out in front of people, like in a church kind of setup? Yeah, actually, I don't, I don't only preach for my family. I preach for my friends, to my friends, even while I was in primary school, I do gather students, I will preach for them introduce Jesus, tell them about Jesus, and I will pray for them. That's all. 
And how does it, how does it, so obviously you discovered you had this fire and this faith and this purpose and passion for preaching at a very young age. I can't even, I can't even believe that five years old. That's very young, very young. So you have been, yeah, yeah, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, Jesus started his own at the age of 12. So I'm privileged by grace to start at the age of five. (laughs) <laughs> that's right that's right See? Yeah. He's, he's he's raising up soldiers to spread the word for sure so you mm. have been actively preaching from the for the last 25 years yeah like i said uh earlier at the age of five years i begin to preach but uh as time goes on i i quit i backslided and uh it was so horrible it was so bad for me so at uh at the age of 16 years at the age of 16 at my teen's age i have to pick up the cross i have to carry back the cross and uh, it was miraculous how it happened is what i don't know you know at that point uh, i was in my bedroom and uh, while i was like studying i was like going through some passages of the scripture uh, a strange a strange force came upon me uh, like mighty rushing it came and captured me, and I was like, "God, what is happening to me?" That was where I was. That was where I was transformed. I start again to preach Jesus. Mm. Mm. So, what does? Oh, we've got some wonderful people joining in. Yeah, Evan Jefferson, oh. thank you for popping in, brother. I hope that this brings you some faith today. And um, actually, Jeffrey Woolston, who's joining in, he's. Uh, in another state in my country. Um, he's also, he's a pastor himself. He's in Tennessee, okay. the state of Tennessee. He says, I came to faith in Christ at age eight and immediately knew I would be a preacher. He is a preacher as well. Jeffrey, how many years have you been preaching? I'm curious. I know you've been doing it for a long time. How, what, when did you start preaching, Jeffrey? Let us know. Um, so Gideon, what does the word, what does faith mean to you? If I, if I came and said, hello, uh, my name's Melissa. I have no idea what this word faith means. Can you explain it to me? What does faith mean to Gideon? Yeah, like as for me, I don't see faith as a thing. I see faith as a person and that faith is Jesus Christ. If you, if, if, if you must move God, if you must please God, you must put faith into action. Mm-hmm. Faith is one of the faith is one of the things that God listens to. Faith is a voice that cannot be resisted in the kingdom of God. So so you if you don't have faith, like Jesus will say, if you don't have faith, you can't move mountains. If you have faith, you cannot come out from challenges. It is only faith that communicates miracles in the atmosphere. Mm. I love that. I love that you brought up the faith moving mountains too. I got to tell you my mantra for this year. Um, Jeffrey, our pastor, our preacher friend, Jeffrey says he was, he's been preaching for 38 years. Uh, Well, he's, he's been a pastor for 38 years, but he's been preaching since he was 12. So just like you said, you have said Jesus started when he was 12. You started by the grace of God at five. My goodness. My goodness. He's got some years on you, though. Jeffrey's Jeffrey's saying, hey, you got some catching up. So 50 years, he says, 50 years in total from the time he started at 12 years old. He's at 50 years in total now. 
That's amazing, man. It's in, man, mm, God will do so many wonderful things in your heart. And so I love, I love that you had brought up that faith moves mountains. I don't know if you can see this here. This is, I keep this by my desk all the time. It says, I have a mustard seed and I'm not afraid to use it. You've, you've heard of that whole term of having a, a faith of a mustard seed. My, um, my mindset this year that I want to embrace is that mustard seeds move mountains. Like the faith of this tiniest little bit of faith of a mustard seed can move the biggest mountain. Um, and I love that you put faith out there as a voice. It also made me think of the, the whole, um, the idea that faith without works is dead. You know, you said that you have to, faith is the voice, but then you have to put action to it. You've got to move with it. You can't just be speaking it. You got to, you got to live it. You got to be it. You got to do it. You got to put the footsteps. You got to walk the walk and talk the talk, right? So, mm, yeah, yeah. I like that. Mm -hmm. and um, so talking about faith, things that keep our faith strong, um, something that has been dancing on my mind to talk with you about personally um, is your perspective, thoughts, and experiences around the ideas of miracles and also um, like God's signs when God shows up and is speaking to you or trying to talk to you, um, how he shows up. So what do you think about miracles? We'll start with miracles. Yeah, miracle is um, is God's will for his children. It is the will of God that uh, his children will enjoy his miraculous wonders. Like I said, that um, faith is, is, is a voice that communicates miracle into the atmosphere. Like for instance, I do tell people that faith is the elder brother of miracle. Mm. If where there is no faith, miracle cannot be seen. Mm -hmm. As a That's matter true. of fact, you know, you know what happened to the woman with the issue of blood was she demonstrated faith. That's right. Faith. That's right. She, she demonstrated out. faith. She got her miracle by faith. Mm -hmm. No matter how a preacher is anointed, no matter how you are anointed, if a fellow don't have faith in that grace you are carrying. If that fellow don't have faith in the hand of God upon your life, the person cannot see miracle moving. Like, so so Jesus, Je Je Jesus didn't preach to the woman with issue of blood. As a matter of fact, Jesus was just moving. So it's to her, if I can touch the, if I can touch her, his garment, if I can only touch, that is faith. That is faith. If I can only touch. The Bible said when she was healed. Jesus said, go, for your faith has made you whole. Mm -hmm. I love that story, too. I love that story in the Bible of him just walking down the street, and he had everybody around him, and this woman yeah. just kind of fighting through everybody. If I can just reach out and touch, touch I will be mm. healed. You know, mm. and I think that too, you know, you know, like, you know, the, the, you know the, the most problem, I'm sorry to say, the most problem we are having in the church is not a prayer. It's not prayer. It's not. It's just that many pray without faith. That's right. And faith words. is a faith. Faith is a belief. You must. He that come to God must first believe that he's able. So right. you must believe that faith you have is your belief in what God can do. 
Right. If your faith, like like uh, let Benson Dahosa said, if your faith can say yes, the miracle will not be an issue. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So when you when you bring that up, uh, that people you can't see miracles if you don't have faith. I think you said faith is is almost it's a voice, but it also gives us vision. It gives us clearer vision. I think they say a lot of times seeing is believing, but I think faith brings its own s- sort of vision. Like you, I don't know. I feel like they're they're kind of hand in hand, uh, and that's why I bring up the miracle side of things and God's signs, um, because you know we have that faith, and it, it's it's just knowing that it's there without really having to see it. But I feel like when you do have faith and you believe, God's showing up all the time, always trying to show Himself. And again, like you said, if you don't have the faith, you can't see the miracles. I feel like you can't see the signs if you don't have faith either. Um, so, like, I don't know. God God shows up to me specifically, I would say, most often through other people. It will be a, a message or a conversation that I have with somebody that speaks completely to something that's on my heart that maybe I haven't even said or verbalized to anybody yet, but something that is toiling in my heart, God will send the right person with the right words and the right message to refocus me and refocus my faith and keep me moving. I feel God shows up in people a lot to me. That's just one of the ways, but does God speak to you? Obviously, if you're preaching, he's got to be speaking to you. How does God show up to you? How do you know when he's like talking to you? Yeah, like like uh, if you study the the story of Elijah very well, you know there is, there was three things that came upon Elijah. The Bible say there was a wind, but that was not God. There was an earthquake, but that was not God. But a still small voice. Now, how I know that God speaks to me, God speaks to me with a still small voice, with a calm voice. The voice of God is not heavy. It is a still small voice that comes with a strong force. So when the Lord speaks to you, you will be under pressure. You will be restless to carry out that thing that he said. So the voice of God is a strong force. If though that the voice is so still, it's a small voice, you must hack into it. So whenever I preach, whenever I'm talking, I'll just hear God. When I hear God, I have to calm down. I have to pay attention to what he's about to say. So he doesn't, the voice doesn't repeat itself. The voice of God comes to a man three times. God speaks to a man three times. He will call you like how he called uh, somewhere in the Bible. Mm-hmm. the high call somewhere and someone rushed to Eli and said to Eli, did you call me? Eli said, no, I didn't call you. Go back to bed. The voice came again. Someone rushed to Eli. said, did you call me? He said, no, I didn't call you. Go back here. So when Eli now saw that this is not just a voice, this is the voice of God. He now said to someone, when the voice calls you again, say, speak for thy servant here. One of the things that distracts us from the voice of God is noise god doesn't love to speak in a noisy environment 
where there is much noise. He loves to speak to us in a calm way and in a calm environment. So how you know that God speaks to you? How you know that God speaks to you? That whenever God speaks to you, how you will know is that your heart, your heart will be so heavy to carry out that thing. And now hear me, the book of Romans, the Bible says something that our spirit beareth witness with, his, with the spirit of God that we are. So the voice of God doesn't come to your ear only. The voice of God speaks to your spirit. God doesn't own your flesh. What God owns in your body is your spirit. So the word of God is the voice of God. Whenever God speaks to you, that thing that God said to you must be in line with his word. And it must agree with your spirit. So that is how you know that God is speaking. I agree. Uh, that's that's something I've, I've held firm to for the longest time. I feel uh, like God whispers. He whispers. Uh, it reminds me of, of the verse, be still and know that I am God. You have mm, to, still yeah. to hear that whisper sometimes. And God, I mean, God works it all, man. He shows up. He can show up in, in the radio. He can show up with people. He can show up with a place, a circumstance, a feeling. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, the uh, another way it shows up for me, too, speaking of feeling, um, the heart, I mean, the heart space for sure. I feel like that is the number one place that God speaks to us. You feel it in your heart, feel it in your spirit. You might need, you, you don't even need to hear audible words. You just know God places it on your heart and you just automatically yeah. know what to do. We are connected. Mm. That's our heart source. Our heart source is what connects us, I believe, to God. And that's where you can hear his voice the loudest through your heart, through your intuition. He puts that there. You don't think this stuff yeah. up. It's in your heart, you know. Yeah. Uh, but like you know, you know, you know most people thought. Sorry, most people thought that God speaks through imagination. God doesn't work in imagination way. <laughs> you just yeah. imagine things. You just imagine things. No, God doesn't work that way. God doesn't work that way. He's a perfect God. He's a perfect God. Another another way I, I feel when God is speaking to me is like I, I physically will feel it. Sometimes I get like I call them spirit goosies, spirit goosebumps. I can feel when the Holy Spirit washes over me kind of thing. Sometimes I'll get warm. I will obviously be full of ecstatic joy and gratitude, but I'll get goosebumps. I will like physically feel Holy Spirit come on me when it's time. Um, there's sometimes I'll have things on my heart and I like to write. I'm an author, you know, I love to write poetry. Yeah. Um, and, and so, Hey man, I have had poems that have taken me weeks to write, but I've also had poems. I have one. I actually, I want to read to you, uh, before we're ending the show, but, uh, I had one that I had written about faith and it literally, it was just, I was, I was in a mode. I had prayed. I was in gratitude with God. And all of a sudden, all these words just started coming out. And I wrote that poem perfectly in 15 minutes. I didn't have to edit it. I didn't have to change it. And it was, it's probably my favorite poem in the book that I wrote, <laughs> but it was like, oh my gosh, that came out at like 10 minutes, 15 minutes of time. And all it was, it was all about God and my gratitude towards God and all this. It just kind of came through. And I felt like it wasn't my voice. I was just I'm the vessel, you know, I'm the vessel that carries everything out into this world. 
but what's coming through me is God, you know, the Holy Spirit. I, I feel when that happens sometimes. Do you ever experience that where you're physically feeling that faith connection, you know? Yeah, actually, there is a feeling you must have whenever God's appear, whenever God appears. There must always be a feeling you will have uh-huh. that God has appeared. Now, that feeling that you will have is the presence of God. Uh-huh. When the, like you are saying that whenever you're in the presence of God, you're feeling, yeah, that is how God operates. You must feel his presence. You must feel his glory. Uh-huh. So his glory, like the Bible says, his glory feed the earth. His presence fills the earth. So there is something. There is something about God. There is something about God. The only thing that can make you feel Him majorly and powerfully is when you have no strong faith in Him. You begin to connect even before you open your mouth to utter prayers. You will feel Him. You will feel Him. Like He will always say. Go, I am with you. I am with you. I am with you. I am with you. So that I am with you that he's saying is I am with you. My presence is with you. My glory is with you. All you need to do is connect through faith. Connect with him through faith. Like the Bible says in the book of Hebrew chapter 11, Hebrew 1, the Bible says faith is a substance of things hoped for, evidence of things not seen. Mm-hmm. So you don't need to see it before you feel him. You only That's need to right. develop faith to see him. It is through faith that you can see him. Without faith, you can't see him. Without faith, you can't feel his presence. So the sign of the coming of Christ is his presence. When you feel his presence, you know he's he, he, he's around. It's a familiarity almost, you know. I like I like I keep saying he he comes to us in so many ways, and when you believe, whether it's you know you're you're getting dreams, or it's coming through writing, or it's coming through physical feelings, or or this this feeling in your heart. It, I think after a while it becomes familiar, just like when your dad comes knocking on the door to visit, saying, "Hey, son." Hello, daughter. Good to see you. How you been? And you're like, oh, I know that's dad. I recognize his voice. I recognize the way his knock is. I can hear him. I feel like the more faith we have and the more we do connect, the more we aren't afraid and we open up and connect with God, it becomes familiar. And it doesn't really matter which way he shows up. You'll just know. You'll feel it. You know, you don't have to see it. You can just feel when he's working and present. Ah, mm. I'm already feeling so full. Oh, Dr. Deborah, we have we got a couple more friends joining us too. We have Yvette. Well, Yvette, she's all the way in uh, Boston, Massachusetts, and Dr. Deborah. Dr. Deborah, who's joining us right now, is also a preacher. She uh, recently okay. got ordained last year, and her husband is as well. She says she is enjoying listening to this show as I work. So inspirational. And Dr. Deborah, actually, who just joined in, she uh, baptized my youngest daughter last year. Um, it was a month after we had shut down because of the pandemic. And so all of our churches were closed down and the schools were shut down. All the restaurants were closed. We were in solid quarantine. Um, 
but my youngest daughter at age six was begging and wanted to be baptized so bad. Her older sister had been baptized the year before. And um, Dr. Deborah here, who's joining us, I called her and asked, I said, if, if I get a big blow up pool in the front yard so we can do it outside and not be inside a church and closed, since everything's closed, would you come and baptize my daughter outdoors? you know, COVID safe. And she did. Her and her husband came, prayed over my daughter. We had like eight people. They were all spread out around the front yard. And she came in, uh, did a beautiful, beautiful baptism for her. And I'm very grateful for that. So faith. See, that's another thing. Faith moves mountains. We were in a place at that time when my youngest wanted to be baptized. And my first response was like, well, the churches are closed. So we could, we could have given up right then and there, but uh, I thought outside the box a little bit and had a little faith and like, if God wants this to happen, it's going to go down. So <laughs> I reached out to my friend and was like, oh, thank God. Thank you, God. And it was really cool because uh, we did it in the front yard <laughs> and I, I live off of a public trail where uh, people always walk their dogs and ride their bikes and stuff like that. And so many people had stopped by as they were walking the path just to watch the, the six, seven of us, eight of us that were out on the hill still making a baptism happen, even with all the churches closed. Faith, faith. <laughs> you see, God you see, you see I must, I must, God, 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 yeah, yeah, God is leading in my heart to talk to the viewers all over the world about this so-called faith. Now, we, if faith is not just a voice only, it's also a character. Mm -hmm. You must develop it. It must be an habit. It must be your habit. Let it be your character. Let it be part of you. Like, like, like it is faith does not know difficulties. Faith does not know difficulties. Faith always knows possibilities. That's the right. only thing that faith knows is possibilities. Yeah. There is impossible where there is faith. There is nothing. I keep telling people that what God cannot do does not exist. What God cannot do. Anything. He said, he said, he said I am God of all flesh. I am God of all flesh. Is there anything hard for me to do? Is there anything too hard? So all you need to do is to pluck it to faith, connect into faith to bring that divinity to your situation, to bring that divinity. It takes faith for Joshua to stand and fight the next day. Joshua to the essence, Joshua says, son, stand still, move, stand still. Now the Bible said that was the very day that God obeyed man. Now come to think of it, why would God obey man? Because the man demonstrated the character of faith. The character of faith. If you read the Bible very well, God was the one that created heaven and earth, but Joshua came and recreated the time and season. Oh my God. Oh my God. Joshua came and recreated the time. Joshua changed the time, changed the date. By same moon, stand still. Sun, stand still. The whole time in the universe to stay. Joshua fought and fought and conquered his enemies. Now, the same with Esther. 
Esther saw how his people were suffering, passing all through challenges. It takes faith for Esther to go to Mordecai and say to Mordecai, I will go in there and pray. Even if God didn't hear me, I will go there and pray. If I perish, I perish. Now, it was faith that makes God. It was faith that makes God to come down in the midst of fire where Shadrach, Meshach, and Abadnego was sent to. Now, what, 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 what's in about Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego that moved God was not that those men said they know God, they love God, no. One of the things that made God to move was because those three men said to the king, even if God did answer us, <laughs> even if God... We will not worship you, that's right. Even, even, even if there is no God, even if God refused to answer us, we refuse to bow. That is the right. thing, that was the, that is the voice of faith. That is the voice. That is one of the things that God said and said, What? These people could go to this estate. No, I, I have to follow them to the fire. I have to escort them to the fire. Even while they were thrown to fire, the Bible said the king looked at the fire and said, No, I'm no longer seeing three men, I'm seeing four men. Four, four, four. It was see, see, when you have faith, you can move mountains. Like I said, that faith does not know impossibilities. All that faith knows is possibilities. Possibilities. Like if you watch the, the story, uh, according to the book of Luke, the story of uh, Mary and Angel Gabriel. What Angel Gabriel was telling Mary was a difficult thing. How, how can the, how can an angel be prophesied and be saying to to to, uh, to Mary, you will conceive and you will give birth to Jesus? Uh -huh. right. Mary said, oh, but uh, I knew no man. I'm a virgin. I'm this. I'm that. G the angel said to him, "You will see." Immediately, the angel said to Mary, "With men, it is impossible, but with God, all things are We are struck. We are struggling all because we don't have faith. We are dying in challenges all because we don't have." Faith. Like I said, miracle cannot respond to you if you don't have faith. That's you right. can never see signs if you don't have faith. I agree. You can never. You can never. You can never. Now, Moses, that is why God, if you read Hebrew, Hebrew from verse 1, Hebrew chapter 11, from verse 1 to the end, you will discover that names of heroes was mentioned. The likes of Gideon, the likes of uh, Moses, the likes of Abraham. Those men walk with God. Even the Bible said Enoch walked with God. That's right. Huh? That's right. Enoch walked with God. He walked with God so much more that he didn't see death. He was raptured alive. Why? Because of faith. The faith he has in God. So, mm -hmm. so your level of faith in Christ determines how far you can see him. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay. I repeat, let me, let, let me repeat it again. I, I believe someone is hearing me. I believe someone is taking note. I repeat it again. Your level of faith with Christ determines how far you give himself to you. Like there was a time God said to me, God said to me and said to me, Son, how you see me is how I will reveal myself to you. If you see me as if you see me as a life giver, I will review myself to you as a life giver. If you see me as a destiny changer, I will review myself to you as a destiny changer. So any
anyhow you see me is how I will reveal myself to you. But right. your thought, your thought can never limit my faith. Your thought can never limit me because I am unlimited. So your level of faith determines how far you can see God. God bless you. And like, uh, you know, it reminds me of the scripture verse too, that we should lean not on our own understanding. You know, we're talking about uh, the level of faith that we have. There's a lot of empty prayers out there, you know, not with, without the belief backing it. Um, oh yeah, that's not the faith that's going to move the mountains. I, I, and I feel like there's maybe fear in that too. Why do you okay, think people okay, okay, are, are okay, praying, okay, okay. praying without the faith? Is there fear, you know, the fear of believing in something you can't tangibly see? <laughs> now, faith, faith can never be trusted if not. <laughs> yes. yes. Did, you hear me? Hear Did you hear me? I do. I do. <laughs> faith. Faith can never be trusted if not trusted. Genesis chapter 22. The Bible says, and God tests the faith of Abraham. <laughs> oh, God yeah. Tests the faith of Abraham. Wow. Yeah, that's another really good one. You know, so this reminds me, like, how, how, how If you pray, if you pray, if you pray, if you pray to God, nothing happens. You got to pray. Yeah. What yeah. pray? Uh, what prayer cannot do? I believe more prayers will do it. Like, like that, like that's the story Jesus said. Jesus talked about persistent prayers. Mm -hmm. yeah. If you read the story of Jacob, the story of Jacob, the Bible said Jacob fought with the with the angel. Jacob fought with God. Now the the, the, the request of Jacob was not granted until he defeated the angel. Mm -hmm. Faith must be tested. Faith must be challenged. So in that process of challenge, like we see uh, that uh, what happened in the life of our brother Job, his faith was tested. You can imagine where Job lost everything. Just a day, he lost all his wealth, lost all his children, lost everything. If it is some people that claim to love God, at that period of test of faith, they will give up. So faith, faith, faith that has not been tested cannot be trusted. So every faith must be tested in order for it to be trusted. So if you pray, nothing happens. It then means that more prayer is calling your attention. You don't just pray and you don't just pray and walk out of your knees. You got to keep on praying. That is the persistent prayer. That's what the Bible say. Knock, 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 knock. He said, knock, knock. The that knock is something that you must do with force. You must do with force. You must do it with. You must push. The word That's knock. Right. The another word for knock is push. You must push, you must push, you must push, you must push. You keep on pushing. Like like, like the pregnant woman, like for instance now, you That's have right. a child. You have a child. Mm -hmm. You have a child. If, if you must see your child, you must push. That's right. That's right. If, if you must see what you are carrying too. in your womb, you, you must push it, must be tried. So if your faith doesn't call for pushing, you cannot get results. Your faith must call for the pushing. The pushing is what is calling for the results. 
God bless that, you. That. And uh, also, again, the faith, uh, uh, you know, they say to, he wants us to walk blind by faith, too. I think the uncertainty of not seeing what's lying ahead is what maybe scares people out of having that next level faith, you know. Um, but they do say that he does light our step one he lights our path one step at a time. You might not be able to see what's going on in front of you, but if you look down, there's always a lamp shining on each step to remind you he's always with you. He goes before us. He stands behind us to catch us. He's always beside us holding our hands. And the beautiful thing is he's inside us. He's never away from us. He He is within us, you know? Um, so yeah, I just, I think... It's also, it's bringing up to me those valley moments when we're in the moments of everything, kind of feeling like, am I alone? Did you forget me, God? Did I do something wrong? Um, I have to be reminded by people, by scripture, by my prayer, that in those moments, I am the closest with God. Those are the moments that I am exercising my faith and turning to him because I know I can't do it all on my own. I can't do it well, all on my own, you know? I need to, and I think that's why God does put us in those situations where our faith is tested. He puts us in those situations deliberately sometimes to remind us that we can't do it alone. He's a good, good father. He's got it. He's got it under control. We don't control it all. He's got it under control. Um, so yeah. I, I don't know, I find yeah. myself really kind of reflecting when I am in those dark times and sometimes it does excite me a little bit. I'm like, oh, I'm about to change. I'm about to learn something here. I'm about to grow. What what's God about to do through me? You know, that's faith. You know, instead of sitting there and drowning in it and focusing on the problem, I'm focusing on how am I about to transform? What is God about to show me? What am I about to change into? How am I about to be closer? Because I know that I always grow and learn in those moments and that I'm never alone. He doesn't drop us off in the valleys and go on vacation and then come back after we learn our lesson. No, God sits with us in the valley the whole time as we're going through it and learning. He's there for us to cry to, to pray to, to ask for help. And, and he delights when we go to him and speak to him. So I'm grateful. I'm grateful for faith as a whole. And uh, I'm grateful for your faith. I've learned so much just talking to you the last couple times. <laughs> I enjoy our conversations so much. Um, do you, well, if you don't mind, I would like to read you a poem from my book. And then if you'd like to close us out in some prayer and leave everybody with some final words, you got time for that? How's your battery doing? Okay, okay, go ahead. Good? Okay. All right, this is a poem. This is the one that I told you that it was like Holy Spirit kind of came through and helped me with uh, toil in my heart. And this just came out the way it did in a few minutes. And that's not normally how I write poetry. It takes a while most of the time, unless Holy Spirit or God is talking. So this was one of those. And since we were on faith, I thought I would share it with you. It's not too long. <laughs> All right, it's called Just Look Up. Just when you think it's gonna be all right, you didn't give up and you won that fight. A blow comes through and knocks you down. 
stealing your thunder and seizing your crown. We all make mistakes, but this one was bad. It dampened my spirit and it rendered me sad. I struggle and fight for what's right every day, but falling short is common this day and age. I know that I am favored by the Father above. So what can I do to portray his great love? Try as I might, I seem to just fail at finding the wind that propels my sail. Life is a journey with its ups and downs. And what would it be without laughter and clowns, without screw ups and sadness, worry and grief? It's all of these things that season our beliefs. If we were created by a love so pure, so unconditional, so magical, so unthought of and obscure, how small are these problems that eat us alive? They haunt us and taunt us, yet they push us to strive. No matter the mountain, the rift or valley, when God speaks his word, his troops always rally. You're never alone, so don't ever give up. When you need a sign, please just look up. It could be sunny one moment and then stormy weather, but when he comes through, boy, it all comes together. In the midst of the rain and the sorrow and pain, if you feel like there just might be nothing to gain, just look up. The simple act of faith is all you need to do to be reminded every day of what he promised you. There will always be a rainbow high up above because he has afforded you his undying love. So if you're feeling lost or cold, forgotten, meek, or mild. Remember, he created you and you are his precious child. If your feet have failed you, find the strength to get back up. You'll find he gives you everything when you just look up. <laughs> that was my faith poem out of my book. Um, how's that land with you? That was, that's my little ditty on faith. Oh, so beautiful. So beautiful. So inspiring. So beautiful. It just, uh, I, I guess my, my biggest prayer and gratitude every day to God and has been for so many years is that I'm never alone, that he's always with me, behind me, in front of me, beside me, within me. God never leaves and abandons his children. And for that, knowing that, my faith stays strong. My faith can move mountains because I know I'm never alone. I got a good, good oh, father. That's right. So um, I would love very much. You got me so good. The last time we talked, you just, you pray with such fire and it lights my heart up. I, I would be honored if you would close us out in prayer. Um, any final words that you want to leave after or before that is up to you. Um, and before you do, just everybody, please 
visit my friend Gideon, check him out on the YouTube channel that's posted right there, Spirit Filled Ministries International. And if you guys want to contact him, because he's an amazing person to speak with, um, and I'm sure he's looking to expand his ministry and and be able to go and speak and preach all around the world. So if you have any resources or connections, suggestions, or maybe you want some prayer, um, if you want to donate to the ministry, help find a way to sow a seed, you can contact Gideon at Spirit Filled Ministries, I-N-T-L for international at gmail.com. And I will post all of these direct links in the Facebook comment after the broadcast ends. So all you have to do is click and go. Um, but otherwise it's on the screen there. Please don't be a stranger, reach out. He's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful friend. So uh, as we wrap it up on the faith here, I would love and be honored if you would say a prayer for us and for our audience. Help a faith prayer. Give us a okay. good prayer. <laughs> okay. Okay. I will, I will pray. Let's see what people are saying in the comment box below. Let's see what we have on the comments. And I would like some people to, like anyone that have prayer points, you raise it up. Do we have Does, any comments? Yeah. Anybody that's joining right now, if you happen to have any specific prayer requests, please pop it in the comments for us. We are all caught up in the comments at the moment. So if anybody is out any, there listening, any... I don't have any questions as of now. Um, but if anybody does have any questions or if you have a prayer request, by all means, pop it in there. We're here for you. Um, and here to remind you there is a blessing in every lesson, no matter where you're at, no matter where you're at in your faith journey. Wherever you're at in life, there is a blessing in every lesson. And we're hoping that we, being here talking about miracles and faith and God's signs and God's love for you, that this is a blessing to you today. So we are caught up in the comments. Did you want to say a prayer? Yeah, if they cannot be able to reach us, like you say, my beloved sister, if they cannot be able to reach us, uh, on the comment, that is the email, like my sister said, to reach for any other thing. Mm -hmm. And God will bless you. Let's pray. Our Let's Heavenly pray. Father, we thank you. We want to give you praise because you somnus. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for my beloved sister. My Thank you for her life. Thank you for her children. Thank you for our good husband. Thank you for our family. Thank you for our business. Thank you for the wisdom you have deposited in her. Thank you for the heart you give to her. The heart of kindness, the heart of love. Thank you, Abba, Father. Father, I pray for more increase in her life. I pray for more increase in her family. Whatever she do, I pray for increase. Father, I abide with her. Like we speak on the topic that says faith. Father, if there's any way we have lost faith, one of the things that keep faith is fear. Father, remove it. Take it away. In the name of Jesus. Yes. I pray, we, we therefore pray for our listeners, for our viewers all over the world. Anyone that is sick in the body, we decree and we declare, may they be healed. Anyone that is looking for direction, seeking for direction, Father, give them direction. 
anyone that is looking for job father give them job anyone yes. that is looking for husband father give them husband anyone that is looking for good wife father give them wife anyone that is looking for fruit of womb father give them fruit of womb anyone that is looking for finance father bless them with finance father yes. you say your blessings make it rich and added no sorrow bless us in all round bless us in our ministry bless us in our family bless us in our going out and your coming in that at the end your name alone shall be glorified for in jesus marvelous name we pray amen amen in jesus name amen mm. Mm. thank you so much thank you so much and it is my prayer that god continues to bless you gideon you, your family, your ministry, Amen. your journey. Um, and I hope that God keeps us close. I would love and be honored to have you back again on the show. Um, I just, I, it's how God shows up, you know. We just we just met a few days ago. It wasn't, uh, this is no long time standing relationship here. And you see how well this works, you know. God mm. is yeah. good. He is good all the time. God is good. God is good all, all the time. The time. Mm. So I am very grateful again. I thank you with all my heart, all my spirit, all my soul for coming on here and blessing everybody with your prayer um, and with your insight, your your faith, your perspective. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward. Hopefully we get to do this again soon. You have to let me yeah. know your schedule. And yeah. uh so we uh, will be back, I guess, tomorrow. I'll be back tomorrow at 2 o'clock as regularly scheduled. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in for a special early broadcast today. Again, this is, uh, this is a time, time frame difference here. Uh, Gideon's all the way in Nigeria, and I'm in the United States. So we've got six hours between us as a difference, and uh, we made it work for everybody here. So thank you guys all for tuning in. We will see you at two o'clock tomorrow for episode 36 of Lessons and Legacies. You guys remember there's a there's a blessing in every lesson. Your stories matter. They do. The, the things we go through, the lessons we learn in our life, those are the legacies we leave behind for everybody to learn from and grow from. So don't be afraid to share your story. And before I go, if you guys are interested, if anybody out there is interested in wanting to be a guest on the show, um, please reach out to me at lessonsandlegacies at gmail.com. You can find me, Lessons and Legacies, also on Facebook. Shoot me a message there or Melissa Price on Facebook. Also, Lessons and Legacies is on YouTube and Spotify as well. Um, so, yeah, reach out to myself. Reach out to Gideon. Um, we wish you guys a faith-filled Tuesday. We love you tons. Thank you again. And, uh, 